Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. The tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear friend, Kevin Connor. Kev, I haven't checked the the trending topics on the web today, but surely by the point that this is uh, that we're recording this, Nicki Minaj has leaked all of Megan Thee Stallion's secrets that she sort of hinted at in her diss track. So you're on the internet a little more than me. Is is that stuff out there? Has she been canceled or publicly shamed? Uh, no, I doubt it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're of course talking about how Nicki Minaj and Megan the Stallion are beefing. Um I, I His don't, versus Bigfoot. Yeah, I don't know the origin of this exactly, but I do think that Nicki Minaj is in the wrong. Oh, um, I can walk you through it. So I, I'm almost um, certain Nicki Minaj is in the wrong. Uh yeah, please hit me. So Megan the Stallion put out this song Hiss. Yeah, very uh, good. And there's a line in it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Megan Thee Stallion. Same. Uh, and I mean, and also Nicki Minaj. I mean, she's got some classics that really liked. In recent years, I haven't listened to her that much. Yeah. But same. um, both of them are not like my go-to style of like huge mainstream hip hop. But um, but whatever. I like like some of the stuff they do. But uh, Megan Thee Stallion has a line in it that's they these hoes not mad at megan they mad about megan's law see this is what i do understand because megan's law protects uh children from pedophiles of which Nicki minaj is and i'm gonna throw it allegedly in here just to cover the bases well if you google it it says convicted if you google that guy's name it's convicted sex offender and Nicki minaj's husband is second (laughs) yes so Nicki minaj's brother and husband are both sex offenders yes and she uh collabed with six nine who also um yeah. and uh but it's funny because then Nicki minaj comes out with bigfoot after like days of tweeting and live streaming a bunch of wild like, stuff including endlessly. like talking about ben shapiro's rap song which like i like went on twitter and like was like okay i need to catch up there's a lot happening right here because no, i see a tweet from Nicki Minaj because talking about ben shapiro's rap song i'm like what <laughs> this is i think a weird instance where you're a little more plugged in than i am yeah i hit i heard hiss and i was like another banger great job Meg. Um, okay and really so, haven't heard anything else i saw the cover for bigfoot and i guess Nicki minaj is suggesting that megan the stallion has big feet yeah it's like she, and she was shot in the foot well, and that's what's funny is like Megan's is so subtle, and then Nicki Minaj's is just like, "You did this. You're lying about your dead mom or something." Like it was like all like just like so in your face and made her definitely come off looking worse, um, <laughs> unfortunately. And she apparently has like a persona that's supposed to be like a gay man named Roman that she does. And so she's like a voice. She does see a bunch of tweets about Roman and most of them were succession memes. Ah, That's funny. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I feel like in beefs, like, you know, there's, there's endless beefs. I think one of the bigger ones in recent memory was like this beef on Netflix, Stephen Young and uh. the Drake push a T beef always stands out to me because yes, Drake was just like endlessly doing things. And Pusha T, like, released a single track 
with a hell of a cover um, and essentially just ended it. And I always feel like in these instances, the person that says a lot less is usually coming off a lot better. Well, and you know what it reminded me of? That's totally true what you said. It reminded me of a video that my cousin just sent me of Soldier Boy going, Drake! Have you seen that? It's so No, funny. Discord even totally filtered that out. So you just, <laughs> I just saw you open your mouth. He's just screaming Drake. It's on the Breakfast Club and Soldier Boy like walks away and then starts yelling Drake and then sits back down and is like talking about how like Drake would be nothing if he didn't come first or something. And it was like... Yeah, it you come up looking pretty bitter and like you're just, you know, upset with the new new person in town, which I'm like, you hate to see it. You hate to see feuds. Uh, you you don't want to like see, especially with women, you know, you want to see people working together, lifting each other up. And uh, so it's it's sad that they, we've come to this point. Um, but yeah, Nicki Minaj definitely uh, has. Maybe dug yourself into a worse hole by the response rather well, than... we know who the biggest loser of this whole thing is. Us. Ben Shapiro. Oh, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Which, we could talk about that for a second. No, because... it sucks. Don't listen to it. Don't give him the Oh, I haven't listened, views. and I no, never will. The, the people out there, don't, don't even yeah, give yeah. him the, the percent of a percent of a penny. Um, But... My brother texted me because the guy's name is like Tom McDonald or something, the, the rapper who is the anti-woke rapper. Mm-hmm. And my brother texted me that Biden's like trying to get Taylor Swift to endorse him or something. I don't know what the fuck he's well, talking about. Well, Taylor Swift but, is a psyop. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I saw that. No, the Department of Defense confirmed that is not real. Um, but they would say that, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Best but I said, ever. Also not a psyop. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Yeah I, yeah, I winked there, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, audio medium. Could have added a wink. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, we'll and then that. meanwhile, we'll Trump's going to have Tom McDonald, <laughs> the anti-woke rapper. Um, but then, want to hear some other wild stuff? Apparently, Yeah, uh, hit me. This is just the Will Wayne and Snoop Dogg has said kind things about Trump. And uh, Benny the Butcher, who I was just listening to his new album, both those guys are on it. And then I see on Genius, he said that he'll vote for Trump in 2024. And I'm like, oh, geez. Um, But who knows? Who knows what the future holds? But that's uh, definitely what's going on in the world of music. Lots of interesting stuff. I happen to go on Twitter on the right day, I guess, Um, because I don't go on there. I don't scroll often, but I... It was like, whoa, a lot to digest here. Yeah, lots lots going on. S- stuff stuff that most people probably don't even understand or care about. <laughs> yes. So why don't we move on to talking about some new music. Not diss tracks. These are collabs and new releases and artists pouring their souls into great new songs. And Kev, you're going to start us off because you got a humdinger. Oh, boy, boy, it's humming. Um, (laughs) French electronic duo Justice needs no intro. Uh, And neither does their featured artist on the track, Tame Impala. Certainly Uh, not. This is a hell of a collab. Very excited about it. And Luke, what's your history with Justice? Because I know mine, but I want to hear yours. 
So I actually just got into them uh, recently, when, a couple years ago, when I was making my Electron Don playlist, which mm-hmm. was all like my favorite electronic music. And I had heard that dance song, which yep. is such a jam. Every, I think that's the one that everyone's heard. Yeah. Um, but really got into that album. I love their aesthetic with the cross. Yep. And like they do a different thing, which we'll talk about the new one because it's wild. And it's I great. like it. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm fairly new to them, but really uh, got obsessed with that first album and really like them. So. I, I think we're in the exact same boat. Like I've listened to that first album a ton of times. I listened to all the other music this week and they've really varied their style. Like it's all been with an electronic, but it's changed a lot throughout the years and i mean they've been doing music for for over a decade now yeah um and they've just announced their fourth studio album hyperdrama and it's looking to be a luscious yet industrial entry into their discography Uh, the two tracks released from it are already in my opinion among their best like these guys are firing on all cylinders I'm um, so excited because I purposely didn't listen. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm going in completely fresh. And I feel like like the the tracks they're listening to or they've released have been a lot like their debut album. Like they've kind of okay. full circled back around to that style. Uh, today, the one I'll be playing with Damon Paula, obviously the vocals are, you know, Kevin Parker doing his thing. But yeah. the, the electronic Vibe. is great. And I'll be playing the radio edit today, um, which is just like, apologies for depriving you and the listeners of like two extra minutes of just like <laughs> jammy techno. Um, I This is great. I really recommend going to listen to the full track because it's even better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we talked about the artwork and this one for Hyperdrama is like a clear glass cross with a skeleton of cable and neon light. It's yeah. very like cyborg android, yeah. neo futuristic feeling. Uh, That's what a, I was like, is that cables? Is it a skeleton? It's both. It's a great aesthetic. Uh, yeah. It also kind of looks like fire or like, it's like on fire kind of. I think it's like that orange. Yeah. It's very cool. It's looking. Very cool. Uh, Justice, which is the duo of Gaspar Auger and Xavier de Rene, had this to say about the track I'll be playing today. This is Kevin Parker singing. This is the touchstone of the record. Like, okay, let's make a song that's all techno, then all disco, then it's all techno again. It's a bit like when you have wine that doesn't fit well with what you're doing and they're fighting for attention, but it still tastes good. Uh, Hell yeah. This track tastes real good and I'm excited to play it. So let's cut out the chatter and listen to justice and tame impala with one night slash all night
You know Lukey Likey that track. Yes. I've been justified over here. <laughs> I am feeling the justice flowing through my veins. Uh what a great blending of like like you're saying, it's like not not far off that great like thumping bass mm-hmm. and techno and it was like so funky. I loved it. But then you get the like sort of like jazzy bordering on discordant at times at that end but like that tame impala does so well uh so yeah amazing i loved that marriage of two great artists and you know we had uh tame impala on here not that long ago playing we didn't have him on we played tame impala on here not that long ago with thundercat and uh that was like i just feel like another great uh collaboration from tame impala we love to see it and it was so funky and great baseline that would make thundercat proud yeah absolutely it's an awesome track the other uh single that's been released generator also super good so i've got can't wait to listen really really high hopes for this justice album it's it's becoming one of my most anticipated i just crave a french electronic duo uh deep. i think you mean your justice crave <laughs> yep uh-huh that's exactly what i meant uh and you know daft punk is gone they, they blew up literally um so <laughs> justice is is my new obsession i'm gonna i'm become a big uh justice guy yes i'm gonna i'm gonna Fill wear the... you know what i like i love justice so much i'm gonna get like a uh necklace with like their album on it i wonder if i can get that somewhere like i'm sure <laughs> like across yeah yeah i don't know across from I where i think you would <laughs> oh the uh that's the a bracelet joke store. from i think arrested <laughs> development uh that that's i just good. stole but Solid. you know what thank you Thank you, Press Development. Well done. That was Justice with One Night slash All Night from their upcoming album, Hyperdrama, out on April 26th this year via Adbanger Records slash Because Music. Should we play Song Saga? Let's play Song Saga. Let's do it. If you want to play Song Saga or hear what it's all about, go to song-saga.com slash rockin slash 21. Uh, not rocking, rocking. Luke, let me pull a card. Uh, Water Wind Scout, Creature Merfolk Scout. Nope, this is a magic card. Luke, <laughs> you pull a card. Okay, I'm going to pull a card. It's going to have a prompt for us that is going to say, what's the story, what's the song? So we're going to pick a song, 
and tell a story based on the prompt. I'm shuffling these up because I've pulled ones that we uh, used before. We've been doing this uh, a little while now, and we've gone through a good amount of them. Yeah. So. All right, let's see what we got. <laughs> this is along the lines of one we had uh, last week. It's Grandmother. Uh, last Ooh. week we had Mom. And I don't have as good of a pull for Grandmother um, because I only knew one of my grandparents. Same. And it was my grandmother. Same. Uh, and I loved her growing up. Same. She passed away when I was 12. Oh, I was like, Fif- if that was same, it would be crazy. Okay. Um, I can't think of a song that reminds me of her. I can't think. But- I Like, I know this isn't true, but I can't remember the mu- woman ever listening to music. <laughs> yeah. Um, I learned some disturbing things about my grandma because, you know, as a kid, I was like, oh, she was like my hero. I heard that she occasionally said some, like, racist things, and I was Ooh. like, oh, grandma. Grandma. <laughs> you know, I was a sweet, innocent kid who was like, oh, no. But you know what I um thought of is uh, I once, when I was little, stole, she had a little koala magnet, and it's like his hands would magnet, and you would, like, put a paper or something in, uh-huh. in between them. And I stole it from her house, and my mom had to drive all the way back over there so I could return it. And I was like four or five years old. I was really young, and uh, and I had to say I'm sorry. And of course, she forgave me. But it was uh, a real big, big lesson moment. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's what you do when you're four. I'll just say that my um, grandma. Well, hold on, was... because oh. I have to say the song, and because uh, when I say koala. I uh, just thought of Kid Koala. So go listen to Fender Bender by Kid Koala. There's my koala-related song <laughs> to my grandmother. Uh, I don't even have a song. I'll just say that my grandma always had like a free pre- Detroit Free Press water bottle that had Twizzlers in it, and I ate those what? all the time. And That's I, awesome. I still love Twizzlers to this day. Um, so uh, I, I don't have a story. Thanks, Grandma. Just, thanks, grandma. I'm going to go get Twizzlers tonight. <laughs> You know, my grandma would always put out those butter mints. You know those? They're like the little pillow mints that you like. And she would uh, hook me up with some of those early because we were like over there early before the party. She's like, hey, take some butter mints, Luke. Well, thanks, Song Saga. I don't think we succeeded this time, but we got to think of our grandmas, and that was nice. Let's try another one Yeah, see how that goes. Uh, Here we go. Volatile Wanderglyph, uh, artifact creature, Gollum. When volatile That's another glyph- magic Fuck! card. I- <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to the very bottom of the deck. Here we go. Los Angeles. City of Angels, Ooh, baby. Okay. Yeah, I got to go in for this. Uh, I actually was in LA over this previous summer. Uh, learned about June gloom. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Uh, the weather mm. in June in LA dog shit it's like six degrees it sucks hmm. um Strange. i you would think because it's so hot there that it would be even hotter in the summer no i i got on the plane in detroit in shorts and a t-shirt and i got out and went to the rental car place and the guy had a scarf on like and he's <laughs> like you're crazy man and i'm like it's like 60 degrees so like this is a little inappropriate but also like i feel like you're a little out of line yeah. more so than i am uh <laughs> that's funny but you know what i if anything, I'm not corny and love to pretend like I'm in a movie. So the first song I put on when I got in my rental car and I hit the Can freeway, I guess? Yes. 
party in the USA? No, that's <laughs> that's countrywide. I put on California Love by Tupac. Oh, nice, nice. No, there, there's like a verse of Party in the USA about pulling into like LA. So it just felt that's like the first verse. So it felt like it would it would be fitting for you. But that's a good one too. I would have gone with Phantom Planet, California. Here we come. <laughs> I have never been to California in at all. Let alone Los Angeles. Yeah. And I've always wanted to go, and I will one day, but never have. Uh, It's fine. So, I don't have a good one. It's all right. No offense to L.A., but it's it's certainly its own thing. Yeah. I do support In-N-Out. I'll I'll throw that out there. Okay, you're going to take that stance. Yeah, Yeah, double-double, and then fries animal style. Thumbs up from me. I like out and in, personally. Mm. That's my uh my performance chain that I'm starting. <laughs> Leave room for Jesus. Oh hey, how fitting that I pull <laughs> pull the card. The prompt is raunchy sex. Oh Song Saga. You dog. <laughs> you dog. Uh I don't have, like I think we both uh of course think of the <laughs> The song, what was it, Seabat? The one that the... Oh, God. <laughs> okay, you know what? We're just going to go... the dude said he was having We're going to go and find this Reddit post um, because it's the best thing that... It was incredible. All right, and I'm going to I'm gonna read a little bit of this. It's a little... No, I'm going to read a little bit because it's way too long. Um, but it's from the... Today I fucked up subreddit. Today I fucked up. My 20-year-old uh, girlfriend of two years told me the music that I, 25-year-old male, play during sex is weird and a major turnoff. And apparently this guy has a playlist that he puts on when he's doing it. You know? Yeah. And uh, it always started with this song, Seabat, by... And I don't want to miss... I think it's Hudson Mohawk, isn't it? It is Hudson Mohawk. And Luke, no offense to Mr. Mohawk... Uh, this is not a sexy song. Uh, it's it's quite honestly the least sexy song I've ever heard. And apparently there was thrusting in rhythm to this. Yeah, and that was the whole thing. Was that I? If you ha- if you dear listener have not heard Seabat, the letter C B A T by Hudson Mohawk, please. I'm going to say it. Pause the podcast. Go listen to it right now and come back because you can laugh with us because it's the funniest shit. Yeah. It's very like techno-y, but not as good as Justice, you know? It's also like, it's like in weird, like syncopated, like tempo. Like it's not like a constant. It's not just like thump, 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 you know? Oh yeah, that's the song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. I can't, that was like the best, it's one of those days, speaking of her, when Nicki Minaj said her cousin's balls got too big because of the COVID vaccine. which we did a whole episode. We did a whole episode on. This was one of those days where like the whole internet was like on one topic and it was very fun. The barbs are going to be after us for, uh, (laughs) being anti-Nicki. Listen, if they made it this far, I'd just say Nicki's verse on Monster is one of the best verses in Kanye's entire discography, so... Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm innocent. <laughs> I'm like Nicki Minaj's family members. Hey! Um, one last song saga, and this is a good one. 
Broke AF. Ooh. I have a good one. Okay. And it, I guess the story doesn't relate to me being Broke AF, but the song is about it. Okay. And it's I Need a Dollar by Aloe Black. Uh, A-L-O-E. Yeah. Uh, B-L-A-C-C. And that song is such a jam. And I remember when we were on our honeymoon and we were in San Sebastian in Spain and there was this bar that we like kept going to by our hotel and they had some uh, just really good cocktails. But and of course, I'm a music dork. So I was like, what is this song? And it was Shazamming it because uh, they're playing really good music. But it was just a really cool bar. And Kyle has a funny video of me being quite drunk and just like dancing around with that cocktail in this bar in Spain. So I there you uh... go. I would say that when I first moved out of my folks' house, uh, I was freelancing, which is just a really fun way to say unemployed, and (laughs) did not have a ton of money and went around and i would like do go to the go to the grocery store to buy like what little groceries i could and i always had run the jewels they said wet little groceries (laughs) (laughs) yeah i always had run the jewels two in my cd player of my car which Uh, i had bluetooth i listened to other shit but like i just was like ah whatever it's a two-minute drive i'll just listen to a half of a run the jewels song yeah so i listened to run the jewels two for like a year straight three minutes (laughs) at a time uh, so that's I, I'll I'll say Blockbuster Night Part One because that is the best song on that album. Um, and I I'll do one more because this is about one of my songs that I was just posting my song Apple in the Sky that I just put out. Uh, it was about when I quit a job that I hated and I really needed to get out of there. So it was glad I was glad I got out, but I was a little naive to how fast my money would run out. And I remember going to the gas station with a bag of change. Like I just had a ton of change. And I'm like putting quarters in. Luckily got a job shortly after was, that. Did, was the job you quit the one that uh, I then took? Sure was. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> that job sucked. The, it, some, of, it, some of it was fine. Uh, yes. If, if Listen, the, the reason why I had my own certainly isn't listening, for... so we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and uh, I was there for a long time. And so, yeah, that's what my song Apple in the Sky is sort of about. Um, hey, I got, <laughs> I got laid off from that job, so it fucking sucked yeah, for me right? too. So, you know, sometimes you got to scrape by and uh, do what you got to do. Pay for gas and quarters. Yep. All right. Well, that was Song Saga. You can go buy that at song-saga slash rockin' slash 21 and have great conversations like that. Call your grandma. Yes. Um, I mean, I can't. No, I can't really, either. But... I'm saying, not, well, that, that wasn't to you, Luke. That was, call your grandma. Ask your grandma what her favorite song is. And also, let's eat grandma. Ooh. My, Great band. <laughs> my grandma might have loved Let's Eat Grandma if she had ever heard them. Yeah. We'll never know. Nope. All right, Kev. Well, I'm excited to play a song. I think you're going to dig it, especially, because it's quite rocky. Um, this is from an artist that I've been a fan of since 2015. She put out her album Sprinter. This is Torres. Ooh. Yeah, baby. Uh, the musical project of Mackenzie Scott and 
Uh, like I said, I loved Sprinter back in 2015. No surprise because I was raised and going to a Christian school, formerly Christian, uh, that Torres's lyrics about growing up religious and her own experience with that definitely connected with me. And, you know, it should be no surprise after finding out that information that the little intro in this album press release is written by the great Julian Baker, uh, which, you know, Julian grew up in that environment as well. Actually, I was seeing a thing that Julian was saying that like her church was pretty accepting, you know, and so people have different experiences with growing up religious, but it definitely leaves a lasting effect uh, either way. But that's why I got into Torres's music and have been following her career for many years now. And her sixth album, What an Enormous Room, is out now. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. So you've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very it's, good. It's maybe my favorite by her yet. Yeah. This, the uh, jerk into joy where she says, what an enormous room. That was very like... David Byrne, Laurie Anderson, like sort of like electro or like experimental, yeah. uh, but then like gets really dancey. It was very cool. Um, and I went for the hard rocker. We're gonna listen to the song "Collect." This Excellent was choice. the the final single released before the uh, album was released. And I wanted to read a little bit. Uh, Julian's intro is a little longer. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but she talks about Torres being convicted and making uh music from a convicted place meaning that like whatever it is whatever way she's gonna dedicate herself to it fully and really follow through and it's just an artist with the essential belief in the worth of their task which hey you could say that applies to us because our theme song says it's a worthwhile endeavor. Yeah. So we believe in the worth of our task of doing this podcast. Um, but I really loved this part uh, when Julian's talking about sort of the emotion behind the songs. It says the modes are the modes of being are different. Heartbroken, broke, furious, right and unrighteously. Awestruck by love, compelled by desire, sometimes resigned to death, sometimes fascinated by and reverent of the future. Sometimes viscerally present, other times suspended in a heady awareness, poised on a fulcrum of observation and participation in the phenomenon that aliveness is. So, beautifully said by Julian there. And really connect with that idea, just showing the messy and joyous parts of life and the complications as well as the victories and the moments of love and happiness and lightness. So with that in mind, let's take a listen to Torres with Collect. Yeah. 
gonna give that a hot diggity dog. Chiching. Yeah, that was great. I, I love the repetition in the the writing. Right? Did I strike a nerve? Yeah. Uh, Did I strike I a nerve? Black, like I'm here really strong songwriting. Like knowing that you don't have to do too much because what you've got is already really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And I I love how the song pulls back halfway through. Right? Like it's it's doing its yeah. thing. It's rocking, and then it gets to that bridge, and it's really really stripped down and very minimal which then just leads to the end of it being even bigger yeah uh, it's a great rock song it's well placed in the album like it's a good midpoint uh yeah this album's fantastic it's it's very impressive it's probably like i said my favorite by torres and i'm uh i'm excited to listen to it here on the pod yeah I forgot. I loved Torres' 2021 album too. I was like, "Dang!" I yeah. forgot that that one was so good too. And that, yeah, that this would be great. my like if if it's not this one, that one. Um, and I, you know, the lyrics speak volumes. I was reading, uh, them to try and dig in a little deeper, and I like this idea of like you expect to be first, you claim what you didn't earn, and then I've come to collect. I love, I am the water of life, I am the angel of death, is the lyrics that proceed I've come to collect. The one, I, I finally listened to it with reading the lyrics this time, and yeah. uh, she says, my hunger's wet, and it's W-H-E-T, which makes, makes way more sense. Uh, oh, like, see, but that's it's, clever, it's, because it's Yeah, like, it's, it's very clever. Uh, and what I, does wet with an H mean? Like, satiated. Like, satisfied? Think, oh, okay. Right? Like, Interesting. It's either Because my nuts. hunger's wet. That's very clever word choice because that sounds like, yeah, you're like drooling. Oh, no. <laughs> you're it like stimulates devour. appetite or desire. It's the exact opposite of what I mean. Oh, it okay. Makes, so pretty much it makes you kind of works both ways, though. Yeah. Because yeah. wet makes sense in a much grosser way. Google <laughs> says that's an archaic noun, which is fun. Oh, nice. Look at Torres pulling archaic nouns. Um,. <laughs> And then I just had to point out because it's fun. Justice is coming, I but that's definitely—it's <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, she's teasing. Uh, but also on. this idea of someone who's like, you know, uh, running on borrowed time, running from the devil, doing things that they didn't deserve, and then this sort of like, this collection is coming. Uh, this the angel of death yeah. will come eventually. The bill it will, will come, come for us due. all. But yeah, the bill always comes due. Uh, and so, yeah, amazing song from an amazing album. And this album is called What an Enormous Room. And I t- going back to Jerk and Joy with that lyric of What an Enormous Room, look at all the dancing I can do. I feel like that's such a cool, like, depiction of life. Uh, just, like, look at all the possibilities that life holds, you know, and choosing to do something like dance that can be a very joyous, you know, celebratory thing. This album was produced by Sarah Jaffe, who's a great songwriter uh, in her own right. So, yeah. I was like, I know that name and looked back and had heard some of previous albums. So that was Torres with Collect from What an Enormous Room. And that is out now on Merge. Uh, Also on the Torres What an Enormous Room front, our editor, Dave Obenauer, has plans to interview the photographer who made the cover who photographed this enormous room that Torres is dancing in. And so that's very exciting. I want to know everything. Where is this room? How did they find it? Why it's is it so enormous? Room. It's enormous. <laughs> it's like, enormous. It's well described. 
it honestly looks like they're in like an abandoned factory. You know, living in Detroit, we've we've Just all snuck into yeah. abandoned factories and shot some stuff. I'm like, this uh, brings back memories of that for sure. Um, so, yeah, that'll be exciting. Look out for that interview on offshelf.net. And now we got to talk about the music that we've been loving in Touts. Touts. And it's perfect that we roll right into this from Torres because you know that's my number one tout, baby. What an enormous room from Torres. Like we've said, possibly best work yet. So definitely want to check it out. It's been deleted from my tout list because obviously Luke gets the chance to tout it here. But I'll second that tout. One of the... I already have like 15 quote-unquote best albums of the year but i feel like very few of them are actually like worthy of like Mm -hmm. top 10 top 20 and this is definitely one uh that is very high up so next i got future islands another album i've really been loving uh with people who aren't there anymore you know they got really big in like 2014 that's when i got into them with the album singles and some of their subsequent albums I found a little samey and a little uh, a little less interesting, you know, than, like, when they first came out. But I feel like this one, they really do a good job of, like, varying the sound on certain songs. And it, it didn't feel as samey and really stuck with me. And I've been spinning it a lot. Um, then my not- last one, Chez Noir with The Color Chocolate Volume 1. This is an EP from... Shay Noir, who had that great Food for Thought album a couple years ago, and this has features from Ransom, Evidence, Ural Droog, and Ice Cold Bishop, who had a really great album last year. Uh, and Shay Noir is just one of my favorite new rappers. She's only been doing stuff like the past uh, maybe five years. Uh, worked with some great producers like Detroit's own Apollo Brown. That nice. album was really great. Um, and so I'm excited to see if this is like part of a like multi EP because volume one, I couldn't find when volume two is coming out, but maybe this will be like, uh, you know, like a beach house situation, TK <laughs> multiple Mesa. EPs yeah. or TK made a situation. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Shane Noir, check that one out. Yeah. What I'm, you got, Kev? I've got a trio of good stuff. Uh, the smile we shouted out last week with Wall of Eyes. Yes, Tom York doing his smiley thing. Uh, it's a great album. It's, you know, I think the smile to me seems like a bit of an effort to make a more approachable Tom York band than Radiohead yeah. tends to be. Uh, and it's it's a really great rock album. I've I've listened to it twice through and enjoyed it both times. Uh, something I, I would still say, need to check it out. Much less approachable, but very good is Angry Blackman with The Legend of ABM. This is a great, really kind of industrial hip-hop album that it's it's not easy on the ears. Like, the the beats feel like they're made from, like, grinding concrete against the ground. And, like, it's got a a very, um, like, textured, visceral feel to to the music. So it's... It's a it's a hell of a listen. I really enjoyed uh, enjoyed it, and uh, something that really struck me was Office Dog with Spiel. Uh, this is kind of an indie rock outfit. Um, 
Yeah, I was I was very uh, pleasantly surprised by this album. So I, it's made it into my list right now. Oh, and I'm gonna throw one more tout in because oh, I forgot. I to also add them to the list. you tout, then I'll tout. <laughs> Perfect. We'll tout. Go tout for tout. Um, the umbrellas which are a great, like, jangly rock, kind of in the vein of, like, Bell and Sebastian. And uh, I was just like, I feel like I'd heard something from them in the past and just put that on, and I was blown away. I loved it. Have you heard the singles from Brittany Howard's new album? Oh, no, I have not. Okay. Comes out next week. Uh, I played uh, a song from her last album. So It's... A totally different direction. It's okay. It's it's bringing some heat. I'm very excited. Like I would, I, would I got a lot to check out. Put put some time on the sketch next week yeah. to listen to some Britney Howard. I'm putting some time on the sketch tonight. That's yeah. how dedicated well, I am. Tonight for the singles. Next week for the album. Oh, the album's out next. The week. Album's nice. out next week. Yeah. Um. Oh, and speaking of new music, if you want a more comprehensive list of everything that we liked in January, I have been compiling uh, our monthly music recap playlist for the last year. Um, So I did them all for 2023, but I have January almost finished. When we enter February, I'll throw it up on our Spotify. It's like eight plus hours of all the great music that came out this year. All the albums we liked are represented on there. So uh, check that out on our Spotify page, which you can find that link more easily because it's a little tough to get to that page. Go to our link tree and I've got a button for playlists if you want to hear. And uh, throw that on shuffle if you're not sure what came out in January. Got it all covered there. Very eclectic. And we don't have any shouts this week because it's a pretty slow release week, so we'll just be getting caught up uh, on some previous stuff. I'll be completing that playlist. Uh, and go listen to Luke's fucking album. All right. Oh, hey. Yeah. You I won't mean, say you it, could. but I will. Go listen to Entertained by Indie Darling. It's album of the millennium. Yes. No, I'm shameless. I will say it. Uh, I'm an independent artist myself. Go check it out. Yeah. And uh, you can find me at Indie Darling Music on most places. Uh, I joined Threads, actually, and I've been just doing a thread where I talk about what each uh, each song is about. So, And I'll probably be doing videos doing that as well. So nice. look out for that. But we got to talk about our three daddies. We're Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com, check out all the great stuff going on over there. And if you're in the Michigan area... Check out their theater, see some live comedy, some live theater. Uh, This is exciting. Our third daddy, offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. I already mentioned Obi's interview with the designer who made Torres' album cover. Also, my dear cousin, Brian LeBen, is starting a new column focusing on hip-hop and R&B, and he is aggregating a lot of stuff and finding the best uh from all these different sites and i hear it's gonna be very good i haven't read it yet but i'm excited and so it should be up there soon on offshelf.net it's called feats not like tozy wozies uh with an a (laughs) like feats of courage all right so that's gonna do it for us this week uh you can follow us at Best Song Ever Pod 
on all social media. You can follow me at Indie Darling Music, as previously mentioned. You can follow Kev at Minty Fresh Kevin. I, I did listen. My Twitter is garbage, but I did retweet someone saying that the Neuralink, uh, the person that got a microchip <laughs> from Elon Musk, and this is what has been happened to them. And it was David Byrne in the big suit dancing. And I thought that was very funny. <laughs> so if you funny. think that's funny too, you might think I'm my Twitter's funny. So follow me. That's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. A rush, like my life flashes before my eyes. When I'm, what, do we, what is everything we talked about in the episode? Well, it's best song ever. Another podcast better. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.